Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and passage of the scripture point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callis, and I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church, and I am grateful and thankful for you joining in and listening to us as we have had uh, Pastor Julio, as well as Joy Ortegon, on with us through this, and we've had the bilingual translation has been a lot of fun to record, uh, and I hope that maybe even some of you speak Spanish, and so you got to hear it in Spanish and hear it in English. Uh, we'd love for you to share this podcast on this on the, on the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you use, uh, to get the word out that, hey, we're wanting you to engage in God's word so that God's word gets into you and God's word comes out of you as you lived a changed and transformed person more in the image of Jesus Christ. So today, Julio, we're in Jonah chapter one through four. If you haven't already read the text, feel free to hop in, read Jonah. It's the whole book of Jonah. Uh, And as always, our reading plan can be found in the show notes below. But before we hop into the text today, Julio, uh, could you share with the people how you came into a personal relationship with Jesus? Wow, vamos a resumir eh, una una temporada muy fuerte en mi vida en en pocos minutos. We're going to summarize a very strong um, time in my life in a very short time. Eh, cuando yo tenía 13 años perdí a mi papá. When I was 13, I lost my father. Y lo perdí eh, en una circunstancia muy difícil para mí. I lost him in um, a set of circumstances that was very difficult for me. Yo vengo de un hogar donde el alcohol, la droga y el abuso I come from a family of alcohol, drugs, and abuse. Era las palabras de todos los días. And that was every day. Y cuando perdí a mi papá, nosotros, porque él, él falleció, nosotros sentimos que descansamos. When my dad passed away, we felt relief. Y, y honestamente fue un descanso porque hubo paz en mi casa. And honestly, there was... Um, relief because there was now peace in my house. Pero empezó una gran batalla en mi interior. But then that started a great battle in me internally. Porque antes, eh, tres días antes de que mi papá falleciese, yo públicamente había deseado la muerte de mi padre. Because three days before he passed, I had publicly wished for his passing. Y eso me hizo sentir culpable. And that made me feel guilty con muchos sentimientos de querer quitar mi vida. Pero Dios me alcanzó a través de su palabra. But God reached out to me through his word. Eh, me invitaron a un torneo de fútbol, de soccer. They, um, I was invited to a soccer tournament. Y salimos campeones del torneo. And we won the tournament. Y mientras el pastor de la iglesia que me invitó a participar, and the pastor of the church that invited me to participate, estaba predicando, was preaching. Yo no estaba prestando aten- atención a su mensaje hasta que él dijo lo siguiente. But I was not paying any attention at all until he said the following. Quizás tú no tuviste el padre que deseaste. Maybe you didn't get the father you wanted. Déjate adoptar por el Padre perfecto. Let yourself be adopted by the one perfect Father. La muerte es la solución para el problema más importante de la humanidad. Death is the solution to the biggest problem in humanity. Y yo estaba pensando en mi propia muerte como calmar mi propio problema. And I was thinking of my own death as a solution to my own problem. 
Pero Cristo, él explicó, el pastor explicó que Cristo pagó con su muerte. But the pastor explained that Christ paid with his death. El precio del pecado que yo tenía. The price of the sin. Mi muerte. My no, own sin. Mi muerte no fue necesaria porque Cristo murió por mí. My death was not necessary because Christ died for me. Y yo puse mi fe en Jesucristo. And I placed my faith in Jesus Christ. Y en ese momento, eh, aunque no entendí mucho lo que eso significaba, And at that moment, though I didn't understand totally what that meant, comencé a asistir a la segunda iglesia bautista en Bolivia. I began to attend the second Baptist church in Bolivia. Hmm. Y me dieron el discipulado que yo necesitaba. And they gave me the leadership and the discipleship that I needed. Y bueno, Dios and, me dio una nueva vida. And that was it. God gave me new life. Oh, I love it, Julio. Thank you for, for that. And I'm sorry for your loss and sorry for the, the hardship in that. Uh, and God is good. He's sovereign. And he's, he's, he's good through it all. So thanks for sharing that with us. And I'm sure many of our listeners here can uh, can relate to that, relate to your story in many, in many ways. So as we hop in here to Jonah chapter 1 through 4, what's the text that you highlighted uh, to look at today? Yo quisiera compartir con ustedes Jonás 4, versículos 1 al 4. I'd like to share with you um, Jonah 4, 1 through 4. Dice así, Pero esto desagradó a Jonás en gran manera y se enojó. Y oró al Señor, ¡Ah, Señor, no era esto lo que yo decía cuando aún estaba en mi tierra! Porque por eso me anticipé a huir a Tarsis, porque yo sabía que tú eres un Dios clemente y compasivo, lento para la ira y rico en misericordia, y que te arrepientes del mal anunciado. Y ahora, oh Señor, te ruego que me quites la vida, porque mejor es la muerte que la vida. Y el Señor dijo, ¿Tienes acaso razón para enojarte? Um, Jonas 4, 1 through 4. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry. And he prayed to the Lord and said, O oh Lord, is not this what I said when I was yet in my country? This is why I made haste to flee to Tarshish. For I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and relenting from disaster. Therefore now, O oh Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Do you do well to be angry? So when you look at that text, there's a lot going on. There's a lot that's transpired before this in the text. Uh, help explain that text. What's going on here? Mira, la mayoría de las personas miran el libro de Jonás como un libro de misiones. Um, most people look at the book of Jonas as a book of missions. Y yo creo que es un libro que Dios muestra el amor por los perdidos. And I believe that it's a book that in which God shows his love for lost people. Pero también muestra el corazón del misionero. But it also shows the heart of the missionary. Y acá en, en el pasaje que acabamos de leer, el corazón de Jonás está siendo expuesto. And in this text, Jonas's heart is being totally exposed. Mira, el capítulo 1, Dios llama a Jonás y Jonás huye. In chapter 1, God calls Jonas and Jonas flees. Capítulo 2, Jonás ora. In chapter 2, Jonas prays. Y Dios llama nuevamente a Jonás a predicar el mensaje a Nínive. And God calls him back to preach the gospel to Nineveh. Y en el último capítulo, Jonás aprende sobre un concepto que él tenía olvidado en el corazón. And in the last chapter, Jonas learns or relearns something about his own heart. Misericordia. 
mercy. Para entender por qué Jonás sentía lo que sentía, tenemos que recordar quién era Nínive. In order to understand why Jonas felt the way he did, we have to understand something about Nineveh. Nínive era una ciudad importante del reino de Asiria. Nineveh was a very important place in Assyria. Lo que hoy llamaríamos Mosul en Irak. Like what we would call today Mosul in Iraq. Y este reino de Asiria era arrogante, cruel y despiadado con Israel. And this um, kingdom of Assyria was evil and unmerciful towards Israel. Entonces el corazón de Jonás era, ¿por qué voy a predicar un mensaje de arrepentimiento a una nación que nos causa tanto daño? So why am I going to give the, the gospel to a people who hate us so much. Entonces, esa es la razón por la cual Moisés, eh, Jonás, perdón, desea huir del de llamado de Dios. And that is why Jonas wanted to flee from God's command. Porque él sabía el carácter de Dios. Because he knew the character of God. Y él sabía el carácter que tenía la gente de Nínive. And he knew the character of Nineveh. Mm. Y él conocía su propio carácter. And he knew his own character. Y lo que él quería era venganza. And what he wanted was revenge. No misericordia. Not mercy. So when you look at it, how do you begin to apply Jonah into your personal life, uh, whether it be from the character of God or the character of a missionary? Muchas veces nosotros tenemos uh, preconceptos sobre la gente. Many times we have our own preconceived ideas about people. Y decimos, el amor de Dios es para todas las personas. And we say, the love of God is for all people. Pero este tipo de persona no merece misericordia. <laughs> But not this type of person. They don't deserve mercy. Jonás es lo que muchas veces nosotros nos comportamos. Jonas is someone that, that we are very much like. Somos selectivos con la gracia, la misericordia y el perdón de Dios. We are very selective about the grace, mercy, and forgiveness of God. ¿Te recuerdas cuando yo decía que este libro no solamente habla del amor de Dios por los perdidos? Remember when I said that this book doesn't only talk about the love of God towards the lost, sino también que menciona el corazón del misionero. But also the heart of the missionary. Podemos obedecer a Dios. We can obey God externamente. On the outside. Pero nuestro corazón puede estar alejado de Dios. But on the inside, our heart can be very far from God. Y Jonás lo aprendió de una manera extraordinaria. And Jonas learned this in a very extraordinary way. 120,000 personas se arrepintieron. 120,000 people mm. repented. Y eso provoca una lucha en el corazón de Jonás. And this uh, created a a fight inside Jonas's own heart. Si yo hubiera escrito el libro de Jonás, if I had written the book of Jonas, <laughs> abriría el capítulo 5, escribiría el capítulo 5 con una oración de arrepentimiento de Jonás. I would write chapter 5 as a chapter of um, repentance from Jonah. Pero eso no está en la Biblia. But that's not in the Bible. <laughs> y nos deja una puerta muy abierta. And that leaves a 
a door, very wide open. Sobre nuestro corazón delante de Dios cuando hacemos la obra de Dios. About our own hearts mm-hmm. and the condition of our hearts before God when we read the Word of God. I love it. <clears throat> one of the things that Jonah, as you just walk through, and hopefully y'all have read Jonah's one through four, um, is there's like a parallel with chapter one and three and two and four and such, and how God uh, calls Jonah, Jonah prays, and, and this parallel that goes on, as well as uh, uh, there's the correlation between Jonah and the prodigal son that we see in, in Luke, uh, so that some people would say that Jonah is called the prodigal prophet. Uh, and that he returns back. Um, and uh, next week, we're going to be hearing a little bit about Micah, where Micah goes and speaks to the same people of Nineveh, but about 100 years later, and the, how fast, within 100 years, the entire city has done rebuilt again and went back to its, its evil ways. Uh, but what's one way that you begin to respond to this text? How do you put this text into to your life to play, hey, this is, this is how I'm going to respond today from this? Para mí, este, este pasaje es... Eh, como una prueba para mi corazón. For me, this text is a test for my heart. Porque siempre tengo que mirar a los demás, especialmente a quienes sirvo o a quienes quiero alcanzar como misionero. Because I always have to look at others, especially those I serve or who I want to reach. No con mis propios ojos, sino con los ojos de Dios. Not with my own eyes, mm. but with the eyes of God. Es lo que Dios opina de la gente, no es lo que yo opino de la gente. It's all about what God believes about the people, not what I believe about the people. Porque Dios tuvo misericordia de mí. Because God had mercy on me. Yo tengo que tener misericordia de los demás. I have mercy on others. Mm, I love it. Uh, I think about how um, when you talk about that is the uh, the view of which we have for people. God, give me your eyes to see them as you see them. Uh, and we are the Ninevites to someone else. Like they don't deserve that. They don't deserve God's love. Uh, but there is this inclination that we were drawn to some people and pushed away, but God is drawn to all. So thank you for listening in this week as we have had uh, Pastor Julio and Jory Orn with us. Uh, feel free to uh, send an email and just give them thanks or share this on social media, tag us, tag them, and say thank you for your time uh, in uh, sharing and opening up God's Word as we've looked at uh, these uh, four minor prophets this week. Well, thank you, and uh, join us again tomorrow as we will be in the second to last week here through the entirety of the Old Testament uh, in 2022 through the Jesus Everyday podcast. <laughs>